What's oh. up, y'all? Man, I mean, the intro Every. never gets Oh, I hope y'all are dancing because we dance when we hear that intro. I don't know about y'all. I mean, you're gifted. It's fire every single time. And this is last year's intro, so who knows what will be coming with this year. But what's up, y'all? It's your girls, Doe and Mo. Welcome back to The Rooted Life and uh, back again like we never left, you know? Girl, it feels good to be home. (laughs) Come on now. This podcast feels like when you've been on vacation for a little bit too long Mm -hmm. and you get to sleep in your bed for the first night. It just feels so good. I mean, it feels good. Thank you. Hey, I don't know the words. I know. I was like, how far is she going to go? Oh, just that. Just that one line. That's all I got. Okay, great. I'll keep going. <laughs> what I was saying is that it feels good to be home. I mean, we have been on vacation. I was like on a two-week vacation. Y'all see how brown we are? I mean, y'all can't see, but y'all see us on Instagram looking all brown. All golden, <laughs> you know, so it just feels good. I miss, I miss doing our podcast, though. I do. Like, I'm excited about it. We say that now and then all summer. We about to be like, ooh, when is the season over? <laughs> Complaining. <laughs> but it does feel good to be back. And for those yeah. of y'all who are new, we are The Rooted Life. And we help people pursue wholeness in the areas of faith and relationships by connecting truth to everyday life. So if you've been with us before, then you know that we do this on Instagram at Rooted Life Podcast. We do it through online courses, devotionals, and of course, through this podcast. So let's go ahead and jump on into our usual, y'all know, the glows and grows, what's going well, what we need to work on, putting all our business on the table. Go yeah, ahead, Mo. I'm always putting more business than I plan to put out. <laughs> I'm like, girl, keep something to yourself. Come on. Jeez. All right. Well, let me be honest. Okay, a grow. So I'm going into my busiest season of the year. I think you might be too, right? I yes. mean, it was like the world had paused and all of a sudden it's like, all right, everybody, we back to Accelerate. work. I'm like, oh, can we get a nitro. slow transition? Where, like, where's the phasing in for work? No, okay. it's fast and furious. Like, where's the nitrogen? <laughs> Let's go. I'm like, what the heck nitrogen. is going on? So I'm in a busy work season. I'm putting, it's really the biggest project that we do a, of the whole year. Mm. And it's just a lot to do. And so I feel like I felt a little bit, I wasn't stressed, but I felt myself working in a stressful manner where I was like, Mm. all right, I got to work late and get all this done. I'm like, I don't know if that was productive. Mm. So this week I want to go into it with more peace, more confidence, and honestly more strategy so that I'm not working in a panic way, but actually have a to-do list and a strategy. So I'm not leaving work feeling like manic and, you know, Mm -hmm. like panicky. Yeah. I don't like that vibe. That's good. So that's my glow. My glow is baby. The Jesus glow is strong on my melanin today. I mean, the Puerto Rico trip we went on, Mm. the Austin trip, Uh, just honestly resting. I think the fact that you and I slept so many hours in Puerto Rico showed that we were tired. So my glow is just spending just so much time with you, our vacation, the sunshine. It was just, it was just perfect to spend time with friends and to rest. So that's my glow is that we went on a great vacation and you planned a great trip, ma'am. If I haven't said that already. Oh, thank you, Mo. I'm trip. so glad you enjoyed, you I know, did. I loved taking you on vacation uh, yet again. You didn't take me on vacation. <laughs> you planned it. I paid my yes, own Yes, yes, yes. my mind. But you can I'm fund our next vacation. vacation. Okay. Remember that, y'all. She said she wants to fund my next vacation. Oh, no, vacation. no, no. Okay. If you're y'all, taking did y'all me? hear me say I wanted to fund her? What does no. it mean to take someone on vacation, Dorian? Uh, planned it. And I gave you housing. That's partially uh, taken. Okay, 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 okay. You got it. You got it. I'm done with that. You're right. Uh, part two, you know, there'll be a part three. Can't wait. <laughs> Um, okay. So my grow, mm-hmm. um, I think, so one thing that I've reflected on recently is that I could do a better job of just kind of receiving effort in some of my relationships, mm. um, over just kind of picking apart the outcome. I mm. think sometimes I get set into like, well, like 
best case scenario, this is how it would have happened. And you don't always get best case scenario. Like, that's mm-hmm. just what life is. But recognizing when someone is going out of their way, stepping outside of their comfort zone, or just trying to put forth, like, as much as they have to give, even if it's not as much as you would have wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, yeah, that's just a little something for me to work on. And as far as the glow, uh, this re- relates to the rooted life. Like, mm. you know, we just got a lot of big news coming, some yeah. of which we can't even talk about yet. But one of the things that's super exciting um so y'all know that we did the black christian influencers bci live podcast so we we just wrapped that up and it was really awesome and as a result of that we are now going to be the host for bci's retreat in fort lauderdale god i can't that's a hard word to say fort lauderdale this summer (laughs) um but it's about to be lit like we're essentially like turning one partnership into another project and partnership and just Mm -hmm. to see how God is continuing to elevate and stretch and use us and the business is just like dang Lord like you're really going off I can't even keep up so I love it wow I just yeah I don't have nothing (laughs) to add except he's just going off man faithful and it's just been beautiful to my bad my bad just wanted to give him a little she reference. She never tells me when she's going to jump into singing. So I'm like, do I talk over That also her wasn't even the right words. I meant to say, great, great. <laughs> I'm like, faithful, faithful. What song is that? Okay. <clears throat> Grateful, y'all. <clears throat> like I was saying, it's been amazing <laughs> to watch our platform grow and expand. And so I'm excited for this episode just to talk about, I think a big part of our brand is just reflection mm. and being vulnerable. And so I'm excited that this episode, we're going to talk about the lessons we learned in our 20s. Yes. It's inspired by the fact that it's still kind of our birthday season. I turned 30 last hey. month. What's up? Big 3 Thank you. And you turned 29 earlier this month. So mm. I just feel like it's a natural season for us to be reflecting on this past year, yeah. on our lives. Um, and I think that's a really great way for us to dive back into our podcast season by just talking about the things that we learned in our 20s. I love it. And I think because we really are all about this self-evaluation and assessment that we know in order to grow and mature, you have to take time to self-evaluate. Facts. And through like the BCI Live podcast season, we ended each episode with this little game called Traffic Light, which plays on the red, yellow, and green color of the light and we had our guests talk about what they wanted to what they wanted listeners to start doing slow down and doing and stop doing and so we're going to use that same game and talk about things that we want to start doing slow down and doing and stop doing as a result of what we learned in our 20s Mm, that's perfect timing because honestly as we kind of prepare for this post-pandemic life I've been doing a lot of reflecting on this last year Mm -hmm. and I think also turning 30 just put me in a season of just reflecting on what have I done the last 10 years of my life and so I'm excited that we get to share the lessons we've learned, whether it's in your 20s or at the end of your 20s yeah. or this past year. And I just feel like this episode is going to really bless a lot of people. Yeah, including us, girl. So since you already hit that 30-year milestone, mm-hmm. how about you let us know what's one thing that you stopped doing in your 20s? I stopped being fake. Mm. <laughs> mm. I feel like I spent so much of my 20s trying to fit what everybody wanted me to be or who they thought I had to be and so I just I feel Mm. like I spent so much time kind of feeling and I think a lot of black people feel this honestly is like feeling marginalized like people say you act too white when Mm. you're in certain settings so they say you act too black when you're in white settings and so this idea of like trying to find who you really are and like just I just spent a lot of time in my 20s trying to figure out who I was and so I would change my vernacular my style my words to fit in with whatever group I was in and I think in some sense, code switching, you know, people can argue is relevant, is important, but there also comes a point where you have to be real about who you are. And I just feel like I was so exhausted in my 20s because I kept trying to be 
everything everyone wanted me to be. Mm. And so I just don't want to do that anymore. Like I'm done trying to be who everybody wants me to be. I'm just about to be who God called me to be and be comfortable with that. And I'm finding that the more I am myself, the more people are drawn to me. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, really? Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's how that works. So I'm going to stop being fake in my 30s. Like this is who I am. I'm open to growth. I'm open to feedback, but I'm not about to change who I am to make other people feel comfortable. Mm. Like I'm not going to water down my blackness to make somebody feel more comfortable about their whiteness. I'm mm. just not. Mm. That's I'm not. Very good. No. <laughs> you know, thinking about, uh, you know, I have a song lyric for everything. I, I love so, it. So um, when you said the word fake, I thought of uh, hmm. the one Drake, of course, fake love. <laughs> and he has the lyric, I've been down so long, it looks like up mm. to me. And I think sometimes what happens, it, seriously, though, we get so used to being something else that it seems like, oh, this feels right. This this looks good. And we end up settling for a version of ourselves that's not even who we really that's are. Right. Because we've been in one place for so long, it just kind of gets skewed of who we really are. So I love that you looked at that and said, you know what, it's time to come on out that shell and to be who God created me to be. And you're yeah. right. People receive you so much more when you're just being who you are. Yeah. Mm. And I'll just add, too, there's so many nights that I would go home exhausted because it takes more energy to be who you're not. Yes. You go home and I'm like, I wasn't even myself, man. Like, I was trying to be funny or I was trying to do that. And mm. I just I just hated that feeling of coming home and being like, I wasn't who I was supposed to be. And I'm tired yeah. emotionally because yeah. it took more energy to figure out, OK, do they like when I say that? Do they not? Mm. It takes less energy to be myself, honestly. So I'm also also, yeah, another reason why I'm not about to be tired like mm. that. Come on now. Love <laughs> okay, to see girl. it. We ready for you. Um, So something that I stopped doing, I feel like it's just running from conflict mm. in my relationships. Like, I think I was always so surface and didn't want to let my guard down because I was afraid that people were going to run away from me. Mm. Like, that the truth would be too much for people to still want to be in relationship with me. So yeah. I felt like the better option was just be truthful, like as minimal, as minimal as you can. And then you can keep all of your quote unquote relationships. But it's like mm -hmm. you can't really build true vulnerable, vulnerable relationships and healthy relationships on surface. And so mm -hmm. I think like what I was starting to see is that because I was not being honest, a lot of that was turning into resentment. Mm -hmm. And then there yeah. was all these like under the beneath the surface feelings that I had in relationships and yeah. it just feels uncomfortable it doesn't feel Truly. loving and welcoming and honoring to be in relationship like that so um I think it's just kind of like finally I have developed the tools to be able to address when I don't like something or to articulate what it is that I actually need in a relationship mm. um, and I think it kind of sums it up that someone recently said to me like to prioritize the truth above all mm. and that sounds really scary but it does. it does just leave you feeling so much more clear about where you stand and who you are and uh yeah I think it's like truly a key to thriving in relationships that's interesting because both of ours can be summed up by that statement mm -hmm. prioritizing the truth above all yeah that's such a strong line Ugh. and I've seen you grow so much in that area in Thanks, our friendship well. I really I mean I can't sing your praises enough because I love you but I just honestly I've seen you grow so much Ooh, in that yeah. area. So much. Come Thank you, Lord. Way, mm, not by might, not by power. By your spirit, God. Thank you. <laughs> All right, girl. So what's something that you want to slow down and doing in your 20s? Well, it's funny that the words are slow down because that's what I need to do, ma'am. <laughs> in my 30s, baby, I'm slowing down. Come on. I just don't like rushing, mm. even though I rush a lot. And I think another part of it is that I was just in my twenties, I was trying to do everything, hang out all the time. Like I scheduled every moment of every day. Like in college I was booked and busy. Come like on. Every weekend, top to bottom, just 
just so busy that I don't even think I was ever present because I was thinking about the next place I have to get to and mm-hmm. just never really learning to just sit still, calm down. So um, I'm not going to be saying yes to every request to hang out. Nope. I'm not going to be filling up every moment of my schedule in my 30s, baby. I'm slowing down mm. in my 30s. Come on. Slowing down, period. So Slow it down. That's it for me. That's good. I think I can relate to that one as well. Um, I think for me, slowing down, it's like, I needed to slow down on just trying to figure out every part of God's plan for mm, me. That's a hard one. <laughs> because I would spend so much time trying to be like, okay, well, how's this going to work out? And then, okay, mm-hmm. I get to this thing, but then what's the next thing? And then, like, what's the next dot? Mm. And when you do that, like, I mean, I will admit I struggle with uncertainty and the unknown, like many of us do. But mm-hmm. I think when we do that, you miss the process yeah. because you're so fast, you're so um, fixated on the promise that you're missing the opportunity to develop your character. To, to get stronger in the areas of humility and mm-hmm, trust in God mm-hmm. and really just believing in him. And really just like there's so much healing, I think, that takes place in the process. Come on. Because I think that we don't even realize how much trauma we've really even been through. Mm-mm. I didn't even realize it until my adult life. And I'm like, dang, I respond that way because of something that happened in my past. Mm. And if I want to get better, I have to deal with that. And there's a process to that. You yeah. don't get to just recognize it and then all of a sudden things make sense. You got to recognize it dig deep, understand why it affected you that Mm -hmm. way. There's just truly a process to getting to the promises. And so I just want to slow down um, and just trying to figure everything out. And to kind of sum that up, my devotion said, do not blindly follow your habitual route or you will miss what I have prepared for you. I said, okay, Mm. Lord, (laughs) I'm not going to be just kind of trying to go my own way and figure out my own path because I don't want to miss all the good things that you have for me here. Mm -hmm. And I think when I when I reflect on my life and the moments where God did give me the promise, even though the promise was sweet, when I look back, the journey was more sweet than the promise. If that makes sense. I'm like, oh, the process of you changing me, me getting to know you and building my faith like that felt like that felt like the biggest win. That so yes, win. the job was great, God, but what you did in 10 years preparing me, mm-hmm. that was even better. That's honestly. the win. Because mm-hmm. we get so so much tunnel vision. It's like, all I can see is this promise, this thing I desire. And mm-hmm. we forget to look around and be like, God woke you up. Yeah. He's and been the, faithful. Yeah. He's been good. And the process is what helps you sustain the promise it anyway. Really, come on, say like, it again. The process is what helps you sustain the promise, people. So good. Period. Like, if you didn't go through the process, guess what? You get to the promise and either squander it, mm-hmm. mess it up, or just not even have the gratitude that mm-hmm. it deserves because you didn't develop all the things that you needed to get there. So, yep. God, man, God, be so fine. He got all he the strategy. Really, <laughs> and he knows exactly what you need in your yeah, process. And it's cool because everyone's process is different. What he takes everybody through is different yeah. because he knows what that particular person needs. Like, it's tailored to you. Mm-hmm. The process is tailored to you. How kind is that? So. How kind is that? So faithful. All right, girl, let's wrap it up with uh, what's one thing that you started doing in your 20s that you're carrying on over into the next mm-hmm. decade? This kind of goes back to my last uh, answer, slowing down. It's like I'm incorporating more moments of pauses in my life. Mm. Um, particularly when I feel wrong, uh, wronged or I'm upset or angry. Like when I look back on my 20s, I see that I responded so often um, to situations with from a place of unprocessed emotion. So mm. I was angry, so I just lashed out or somebody hurt my feelings, so I clapped back. Like I didn't actually take the time I needed to to pause and process with God yeah. and process with myself and think through it. And so in my 20s, I just don't want to respond 
from a place of just unprocessed emotions. Like I really need to have more moments of pauses so I can really ask God, how do I respond in a way that's kind? And mm-hmm. how do I deal with conflict in a in an honest way? And how do I make professional decisions that are rooted in what God is telling me to do and not just like this job gets on my nerves, I'm mm-hmm. annoyed. Mm-hmm. So I'm incorporating pauses, period. And I think also just in my everyday life, whether that's like when I'm in quiet time with God, just sitting for a second or when I'm on a walk, just pausing and not just rushing to every next thing, but just taking a moment to be present, yeah. to be here, um, and to see what God talking about, really. Mm, see what he talking about, because he always about, talking. God. That's so good. But also, I read a devotional, too, that was talking about, it was um, the elimination of hurry. I can't think, I can't think of that. He's a famous preacher. Mm. The book is read. Anyway, it was a great devotional. He wrote a great book about the eliminating, eliminating hurrying and just how, like, Jesus never hurried. Yeah. And I'm like, oh. He didn't hurry. Like, yeah, right. he knew that he was on mission and he moved with a sense of urgency, but he wasn't hurrying in a, like, in a panic or anxiety-filled way. He mm-hmm. was just faithfully walking out and living each step and appreciating it. And I'm like, I want to live like that. Yeah. But just like the reassurance that my God has me so I don't have to hurry and rush. I can pause and take my time and just like enjoy life. Yeah. So that's what I'm doing in my 30s. Very good, Mo. Very good. Um, I think I would say... For me, it's just like admitting and acknowledging my faults sooner. Mm-hmm. Like that's one thing that I feel like I've learned to do and want to continue doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that <laughs> I spent a lot of time just thinking that I was perfect mm-hmm. and all my ideas are the best and I'm so <laughs> great and I don't have any issues. And that's just such a false sense of self. Like yeah. I think it just took a while for me to accept like you are flawed and that mm-hmm. is okay it is. because it's so opposite of what I think society tries to teach you mm-hmm. in being perfect in so many different aspects and displaying that perfection via social media yeah. or whatever, like yeah. only highlights all the time. And so the more that I kind of settled into the fact that like, no, you're not that great girl. <laughs> like mm-hmm. that's a lot of pride that's rising up and trying to convince you otherwise. Mm-hmm. And so I think, Now that I have recognized it and called it out, it's like, okay, now I see that like I really just had an issue with humility Mm. and I had to kind of break down this idea of perfection that I'd upheld for so long. And so now it's so much easier for me to like call out like, oh, I was wrong here or I messed up here or I didn't show up as my best self. Mm -hmm. And then what I've learned is like the more that you do that, then the less intimidating it is. So So then now it's nothing when I'm wrong for me to be like, oh, girl, yeah, I completely didn't do that, you know, Mm -hmm. and it doesn't feel as scary because I have now built a culture of as we've talked one of our friends, KB talks about you build a culture of confession with yourself Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and with others of being like, yep, this wasn't great. I didn't do well here. And the more you do that, the easier it is to do and the quicker you see yourself growing too. Yeah. My devotion talked about that self-righteousness. He's like, when we act mm. in a self-righteous way, what we're basically saying is like what Christ said on the cross wasn't for me. Mm. I don't need that. I'm Ooh. good. <laughs> I don't sin, baby. I don't need what I need. What I need forgiveness for what mm. I need salvation for. I'm, I'm straight. And his yeah. whole point is like, it's, the way when we act in a self-righteous way and think that we have nothing wrong with us, it really is an insult to a sacrifice that our the the huge biggest sacrifice anyone wow. can make, which is what Jesus did for us. And wow. so when we act in humility and recognize that I'm sinful mm-hmm. at my core, no matter how hard I try, I'm actually honoring a savior who sacrificed everything so that we could have intimacy with the Father and become more like him. Mm-hmm. But I just was like, I never thought about the connection that when I act self-righteous, I'm ignoring the work of mm-hmm. Christ on the cross. Mm-hmm. I was like, you need to slow down, devotional. Yeah. Ooh, that's, that's heavy. Good. That's good, Mo. Mm, mm, mm. 
Dang, is it time to wrap up already? I mean, we kind of hit them real quick with the the three piece. (laughs) One, two, three (laughs) on each side. Like, that's it. (laughs) Short and simple. I love it. Well, let's go ahead and summarize everything we said so that people can have some tips to walk away with. So to summarize, one, stop being fake and running from conflict. Mm. Two, slow down on filling up your schedule and rushing to the promise. Three, start processing and walking in humility. Ooh, those are good. Wow. Oh, my God. Ugh. Wow. Can I just add something, what? too? It's just when I look at this list of things, it's easy to see those three little blurbs and be like, all right, everything's all good. But it's like, I just think behind all of these words were tears, Ooh. <laughs> was pruning and refining. Come it's on. 10 years of things that we've learned. And yeah. so or nine years, but just just the redemptive power of God to take yes. nine years or 10 years of all this mess of our life and allow us to to make a podcast episode. Like, mm-hmm. I just want to take a moment and give him praise for that. Yeah. To, to redeem brokenness and, and things in our hearts that were dark. And in that moment to know that there were, the 10 years later, this moment this would is, come. Yeah. Where we could have a podcast and talk about the things that we learned. Just yeah. like, that's just so kind of him, man. It is. It is. And I think I, I just want to encourage folks who are listening. Like, if you're listening to this, number one, it's not by accident. So mm-hmm. I'm so glad that it's in your hands. But number two, give yourself grace. Yeah. Because we are talking about nine, ten, a decade worth Ooh, of father. things that we have learned <laughs> so just imagine how many experiences are associated with these lessons mm-hmm. how many so times many. we had to fail and get it wrong mm-hmm. and be upset with ourselves and disappointed in ourselves and have people disappointed in us like yeah. there's a lot that to your point is behind this so mm-hmm. give yourself grace if you're still in the midst of the process because you know again going back to the piece that I have to remind myself about perfection we're always going to be messing up yeah, even in having these lessons lessons there's still times where I'm gonna be fake Mm -hmm. there's still times I'm gonna run away from conflict like all of these things we're still gonna struggle with and so you know recognizing that at the end of the day the more that you call these things out and give them over to God like Mm -hmm. he will give you the desire to obey the power to do what pleases him like he will do the work to help you become the version of yourself that he's designed you to be um so just give yourself grace even in the process and know that it's, it's a constant work in progress with him, you know. Mm-hmm. And take time to celebrate the wins, too. Yeah. When you get it right. It's okay to say thank celebrate. you, Celebrate, yes. Thank you that you're working in me. I'm becoming like you. Yeah, yeah. Give yourself a moment to be like, all right, I may, I may not be where I want to be, but Come I'm on. not where I used to be. Come on and now. That's, some- that's worth ah. celebrating. <laughs> Girl, wrap this up because she's a mess today, y'all. What is wrong with her? <laughs> Oh, man, I really enjoyed this exercise. I'm not going to lie, like truly. And we hope that this episode encourages y'all to do some self-assessment and reflection in your own life. Mm -hmm. And like we said earlier, you know, self-evaluation is truly just a necessary piece to maturing, growing and becoming more whole. So grab some of your friends, maybe your significant other, your family and play traffic light. Just reflect on what you want to stop, slow down and start doing in life. Oh, yeah. I'm just excited. I don't know. I don't even know what to say. I'm like, I'm just smiling, just teasing, happy. But this gets me so excited for our new season, which will be dropping. Mm. Drum roll, please. Perfect. July 2021. Hey, we coming back at it, y'all. Hope y'all excited. Yes. This next season is going to be all about friendships. We're going to be diving deeper into some particular aspect about friendships. So we'd love for y'all to hit us up and let us know what type of topics would you like us to cover in our new season. Yes. And make sure you follow us and send us a DM on Instagram at Rooted Life Podcast or take a screenshot of this episode. Tag us. Let us know that you are listening. And finally, be sure to rate us five stars and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We just want to shout out Christian Hurt who left us a review and called the Rooted Life Podcast good soil. What a compliment. Mm. Christian said that they're reaping so much 
wisdom and encouragement for their journey. And that means so much to us. So thank you, Christian. Thank you, Christian. Thank you to everybody who listened. It's been a blast. We love y'all and we can't wait to see you at our next episode. Stay rooted. Yeah.